Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Glass. Huh? Into this well, one. Well, I can't. Yeah, can yeah. I use this or do you need it? It's got water in it still. Jonathan. You can use this because I won't have any more wine because I'm drunk. Shut up. Mel, no, you Mel. have to be drunk. It's literally the we can rule. Get another cup. That's the opposite now. Just, just drink it. Go this yeah, why I, know, I just, I just <laughs> drinking need to get that on the tiny <laughs> sip so I need slow. to be on everyone's level. Yeah. Okay. Everyone needs to get on Izzy's level. Is this recording? Mm hmm. Perfect. Welcome to After Work Drinks, your weekly dose of news, pop culture, and Pinot Noir, brought to you by magazine editors and best friends, Isabel Truman and Grace O'Neill. And this week, Josie and Mel from All Aussie Mystery Hour. Surprise! Hi, Hello. Guys. Hello. <laughs> so, Hello. these are our hey. first ever podcast guests because we've said we literally won't have anyone on unless it's like, I don't know. Like Celine Dion. Yes. Oh, wow. Or you guys. Yeah. Or you guys. Fuck. It's that level. I feel really special now. Yeah. Celine is are. queen. Yeah. So she's coming on next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, we're going over to Vegas for a Las Vegas <laughs> yes. residency. I actually looked up tickets to that today. $189. That's pretty oh, affordable. That is so affordable. Yeah. I would definitely I go. I thought you were going to say This is such a weird thousands. red mill. Uh, it's a weird, um, it's one of those natural wines. Yeah. We're drinking a, an organic Margaret River Ooh. Session wine number two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that doesn't surprise me at yeah. all because... It tastes like health. Yeah. Well, Mel I knows briefly my thoughts dated, on natural wine. Like, I went a few days with the Margaret <laughs> River. They're not and they're polite. negative. <laughs> hey? 
Sorry, I said, do you know my thoughts on natural wine? Oh, yeah. Josie and hates natural not polite. Wine. Yeah, same. I love natural wine. I mean, I don't care as long as it doesn't taste like shit. I haven't tasted this one yet. Yeah. Natural nice. wine to me tastes like juice and that's why I like it. Ah. Just like it, you drink it like a juice. So wait, firstly, oh, yeah. let's take yeah. it back a notch. Oh, oh. Aussie mystery hour. Yeah, so we've definitely talked about We've you talked before. about you before. We love your podcast. So basically, it is Mel and Josie, sort of the same vibe as us. We're their friends and work colleagues both work in journalism as well and it's like a bit of banter mixed with an Aussie mystery yeah and each week they take turns talking through a mystery and then they sort of come up with theories about them but it's mixed in with just like funny chat and you have like a cult like following like yeah Facebook group where we're really jealous but you do like you'll be like I don't know you'll Mel Mel will just post something like Josie I don't know, like made a oh sandwich today and it's like 400 likes and everyone's like, oh my fucking God. What like, kind of sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. Was there I cheese? Think, like our pinnacle of like <laughs> loving our fans mm. was when somebody drew, like we did this whole episode because we do mystery minutes as well. So we do like an episode, yeah, where it's like a mystery and we just tell everyone about the mystery and then we chat about it together. And then we were chatting so much about other shit that we were like, Ugh. we should just do a side other podcast. extra podcast yeah. in the For middle. The chat. Yeah. It's just us talking shit, which you guys. Yeah, because on. you had negative, like people being like, just get to the fucking mystery. And yeah. it's like, yes. go That's not the to point. case file. Yeah. Oh, my, you don't oh, oh my God. Like yeah. I've said so many times, am I allowed to swear? Yeah. Yeah. Like I've said, this is like my catchphrase. We're not fucking case file. Like yes. if you want like serious research. Oh, we do research. That's the thing. Yeah. You're very but not research. Like for but weeks like chat. fucking Casey does. Yes. That's um, kind of like us for a while there. Yeah. We sort of thought that we needed to be really informed and we are informed and we know what we're talking about but then we realize that people just like it if we come and just chat yeah, yeah and the whole coming to us of it, to like learn about i don't no. know like the legal system the whole it's thing like is after work drinks with your friend yes mm. and you guys are just feel... chatting about mysteries with your friend yeah. yeah it's so good but yeah so this one mystery minutes we were like we were just talking about cheese because there was mm. like a cheese board in the office and we were passionate about cheese so we just ran mm. in here it was spur of the moment it was very spur of the moment ran into the studio yeah sat on the floor i was on the floor yes <laughs> and then we just fucking started talking about cheese and then for 30 minutes someone did a drawing of costello blue which is our favorite cheese i love costello is blue it as well yes. it is it's a is top it a, tier cheese it's a yeah. top tier. oh my god so this is a fan drawing of yeah they did a drawing this of is cheese and they wrote yeah, something is, what are like, our fans uh, doing awd fans you really need to fucking step up <laughs> you your game you need to start illustrating <laughs> draw this draw bottle of shit subpar natural wine that Mel's host. made us drink it's absolutely draw necessary. you with a peg on your nose yeah you described your voice yeah that's what my voice sounds like but you're all gonna be in for the shock of your lives next week when you just it'll be like in the nanny where she has the wasabi and then she's like oh i feel like my nostrils yes. have really cleared out fully me and then she's like oh it's back <laughs> <laughs> that's me but i i have this like feeling i might have like a, a really good singing voice or like a seductive i, I just feel like Dion. don't think so <laughs> <laughs> and it's unlikely but it's possible but you don't know you don't know till you, you just don't know till you have an intrusive two-day surgery jesus yes what are they doing to you they like break your nose. Yeah, they're like go- they're like yeah. going in for gold. Yeah, this and wine tastes like it's, shit. It's really annoying. <laughs> it's really annoying because they're like, we can fix your nose if you have an issue with it. But my nose is fine. Yeah, of all the things. But then you're like, maybe I want to have an issue with yeah, it. Yeah, they were like, if you had this problem that I have, but you have like a bump or you want a nose job, 
they can just go I in and I thought I it. loved my nose until yeah. I met Anton. And then he told me I have like a little bump here. That is... Oh, I thought it was a cute little button nose, mm. and now you can't stop because looking at I the can bump. only see it on the on the front. Yeah, yeah it looks fine. And he's and looking like, at it all the time. And on the side, yeah, there's like, like a weird bump. Far. Can you see that? I don't have my glasses no. on, so to me, mm. you're just a beautiful I mean, blur. The classic cop like out. Beautiful <laughs> blur. I'll put them on. I'm gonna yeah. critique you. <laughs> you're like, oh no! I have like the biggest honker in this room. No, you don't. So usually when we start our podcast out, you guys would know if you ever listened. Um, I do listen. I feel very attacked. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to wear it because I haven't listened because I only listen to stories about people getting murdered. Look, it's fine. And one football podcast. What? Yeah. Uh, the, the <laughs> fucking the genres like are that expanding by the minute. What's yeah. next? Yeah, uh, and a beauty podcast. No, that's and it. <laughs> Mel can vouch. Yeah, she really doesn't listen to All right. anything yep. She really doesn't. <laughs> I so swear to God. what we do at the side of ours is we talk through our recommendations because mm-hmm. our listeners are very educated and they love – Books, podcasts, shows, mm-hmm. articles. Oh, great. Um, yeah. Because you guys are of the crime genre, we mm-hmm. sort of thought we'd skew that mm. way. But if you haven't prepared that, whatever. Well, I it's all I do, as way. I just okay. said. Yeah. So, yeah. Best, best books, podcasts, TV shows. Oh, my God. That you've been How long recently? do we have? Recently, I'm going to talk yeah. three yeah. hours, an hour for each. Mm-hmm. So, at the moment, I'm reading Sins of the Brother. Which is like not a new book at all. Oh my god, Grace! But I listened to <laughs> all of Grace's um, Grace, books. You're going to miss all of our fun little banter references. Yeah, so oh, all I'm of like, Grace's what? books are from like the 1940s. Yeah, right. it, is, it is always like these cutting edge, like Sally Rooney, like always on the fucking zeitgeist. Yeah, right. And I'm like, I went to a shop Spoon's and picked up like literally, I picked up like Wild. And then she was yeah, <laughs> and then she seven like, years after it came stale. out, and she's literally so, yeah, Dale's book. Dale yeah. book. She texted me and she was like. Why does everyone share all the books that you recommend? And like, there's this little AWD book club. They've started hashtag. an AWD oh book God, club, and it's just all Izzy's and books. And you just shout on your fans. And I'm like, what about Miles Davis's autobiography? And everyone's like, no. Hey, what about Pride and Prejudice, Jane Austen? Yeah. What yeah. about the Bible, guys? <laughs> <laughs> what new book I found in a hotel drawer? Never heard of it. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. This is a stale book. Yeah. It's um. I think Can you explain stale from quickly? The, okay, stale, stale is when something's not new, but it's not old. <laughs> it's not like cool and vintage and it's not retro, but it's it. not like new. It's not good. <laughs> it's not actually – this it's, is a good it's book. It's just fine. Yeah. It's yeah. just fine. This isn't stale in the way that it's only fine. It's yeah. amazing. It's um by oh, – I don't know who wrote it. That's all right. Okay. Les something That's literally me. Down and Mark tea. someone. Cool. <laughs> yeah, nice. It's fine. Um, I'll put it in the show notes. And it's I, – I got into it because I listened to the Case File three-parter on Belanglo. Was it three or five? What's Belanglo? reminds me of like Belanglo. Uh, Belanglo State Forest is where uh, <laughs> all of um, – Ivan Milat's oh, victims were found. <laughs> I listened to your episode on that. Did you? Yeah. Oh, amazing. I was, in, I I was, was my Woolworths. most researched episode I was in ever. Woolworths it was great. Snack. Yeah. And Case Files do a really long series Much on it. One. Is it five parts? Mm. God. It was long. fucking amazing. And a lot of it was based on this book. And so I ordered it online and it's really daggy. It's got like daggy font and like a picture on the front of Ivan Milat, the famous picture of him in the big cowboy hat with the big shotgun. And I was like, 
I put it on my Instagram story like sweet dreams because I <laughs> read it before bed because I'm really strange. Oh my God. But it charts like his before he was born because his family is just completely fucked. He was like one of 14 kids. Yeah, they're rough, aren't they? So rough, so strange. <laughs> like there was a huge age gap between his parents. She had so many kids. At one point she was pregnant and she was a grandmother because the oldest kid already had a kid and like just this life of crime and then it <laughs> goes into like he wasn't she even was the worst grandmother, yeah life of crime <laughs> the life of crime of the family mm-hmm. and he wasn't even the worst of the sons like they were doing the most fucked up things and just roaming around is it western sydney yeah is that where they're from mm-hmm. roaming around and yeah. doing terrible things in the neighborhood everyone hated them um, and he wasn't even the worst. And then look what happened. And there's a lot of theories that he didn't act alone, which yes. Mel's podcast mm. touched on. And it's kind of like interesting to try and guess which of his weird siblings helped him out. And yeah. it's, yeah, yeah, it's really good. Actually. And it's yeah, kind of like the narrative. There was something about like someone's skull was found with like something in their eyes and you were like I cannot fucking do oh eyes. a mushroom <laughs> yeah the mushroom oh my god yes mushroom like growing out of the eye and it was just not right yeah it's, oh my god that's not good I just I don't like things growing out of bodies because you know how there's like body farms this is so yes but, like, I love it's body a, it's farms do you thing. like it's for research yeah, and yeah. Stuff, isn't it? it's to do with yeah they bury them and see like they look at the de- decomposition and like the effects of different like soils on bodies and it For helps science scientists purposes. figure out is that what you do when you're like an organ donor no it's like well yeah you can yeah. donate your entire body yes, to yes. science yes right. yeah i think so like i want to like, I, I i'm an yeah. organ donor i did yeah, that same. in like a spirit but i don't, don't even yeah. want to do that i'm like take my body to a body farm and like <laughs> put it in soil and oh my god figure it out like yep. i don't care i yeah. think it's great it's really interesting yeah but i don't like the idea of things growing out of it so i don't mind Okay. I'm Ooh. fine with it. Mushroom. Go for it. Take okay. It, bury it. So that's what I'm reading and it's really disturbing. <laughs> Take it, bury it. <laughs> and it makes me think my family's just lovely. Like mm. I'm grateful. It's them. also like with a lot of uh, with a lot of murders, like not all of them obviously, but a lot of them everyone's like, "Oh yeah, those guys." Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just the most obvious person in the world. Yes. Like, it's almost too obvious yeah. that people are like, oh, yeah, this can't be like, them. I yeah. was saying this the other day about, you know how animal cruelty often comes before murdering? Like, people yes. will be do yeah. awful stuff to animals yes. well, there's and the then like end up doing awful signs. stuff to humans. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the signs. Playing so with fire. Horrible. I cannot it, handle people being horrible to animals. No, I, like, find it worse than them being horrible to humans. Yeah, yeah me it's too. horrific. And mm. there was a story recently about it, and I could not tell you where I read it. I know. Do you know? It was that old woman. <laughs> yes. That was uh, – the police actually put it on their Facebook, the New South yes, Wales police. that's right. It was like a seven-year-old woman who had, like, been mutilating birds. Like, they found birds with really no beaks. Awful. She oh. would take animals and do bad things to them and then take them to the vet. It was almost like she had like Munchausen's, but for animals. Wow. And she'd take them to the vet and be like, I rescued this dog. But she'd actually, like – Oh put a stake God. through its bloody leg or whatever. Like it was just really horrific, oh horrific mm. stuff. Like I remember it being pati- – like some, I remember some awful. of it and I'm not going to say it because it was actually just – I hate that it's in my brain. Mm. But yeah. it, it was so bad and I think she got like seven years or something or mm. like a very mm. lenient sentence to me for something so mm-hmm. deeply depraved. And I was always – I was saying I think to someone that like 
I think there needs to be harder laws on people that do awful shit to animals like that. Same. Because yeah. I know, but then that not... dude, that dude called Boris, like killed, fully killed his wife, and he got like nine years. Yeah, exactly. Oh I mean, like, our, justice, our justice system is system. like just. I was. Mm-hmm. I follow yeah. that case so closely. Yeah. I'm so fucked off about that. Yeah. Yeah. That his was daughter awful. was supporting him in court. It was so weird. Like it was. Yeah. Mm, That's yeah. actually so confusing. And then there was all this weird drama that, like, apparently, allegedly or. I don't know, reportedly she'd been sleeping with her stepson. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. There was a lot there of was like, like all this rogue kind stuff of that talk. came out. Oh. That apparently the, the mum who was murdered, the Karen. Melbourne mum, Karen Rostisky, mm-hmm. was sleeping with her stepson. Like all these weird reports were coming out and oh, stuff oh. like that. Yeah. But who knows? But mm-hmm. yeah, like nine years for murder. Or yeah. man, uh, he got charged for manslaughter. Yeah. And they don't know where she is or how he did it or why no, he did it. they've got her. They've got her. They don't know why he did it or how he did it. Yeah. Because, yeah. So he pleaded oh, guilty yeah. to manslaughter. But, yeah. I, yeah. I just, I hate it when people do stuff to animals. Yeah. Well, yeah, and my whole thing is I'm sure the probably age-old argument that they had in the legal system in those weird documents that rule shit, I don't know, you know. It's like, you know how Americans are always like, a Second Amendment. And oh, it's yeah. Like, yeah. This is some the weird document that was written in like 1725. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even handle that. Let's not even go into that <laughs> whole wormhole. But, yeah. you know, the whole probable argument is that animals, you know, don't have minds that think and no. like yeah. still being a physical being that experiences pain. So it's why? actually worse and than a way because think. there's no like equality in them. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not too. I know. It's like a two grown men fighting each other, and one beats up one more. Mm. Like it's completely powerless. Well, yeah, and it's just like torturing something innocent in general should have yeah. a higher sort of punish, or at least even it just like put her into some sort of psychological care and yes. deal with whatever's going on yes. with her brain because it's clearly not okay if you yeah. are getting pleasure out of hurting mm. animals. You know, I hated it so much. No, some people are nuts. What else? Um, what I'm listening to and enjoying that's relatively new is I ran into the cupboard. Is <laughs> the Murder Squad, which oh. is hosted by Paul Holes, who really big crime nuts will know as basically the person who caught the Golden State Killer. He was very involved in it. He didn't do it single handedly, but he kind of took on the cold case and looked into it for like at least 20 years maybe 30 basically his whole career god i love how murdery you are oh i'm I know. You're really like, weird really, you're really, <laughs> really weird yeah and paul holes is like really like daddy um mm. he has a really nice voice like in he's, a hot way yes he's yeah, really exactly. nice looking like obama yes yeah. and there's a, actually a hashtag <laughs> called hot for holes oh people love him, I'm gonna look him up. yeah look up what's his paul, name paul holes terrible name yeah um and billy jensen who's a crime investigative journalist and he helped to finish the golden state killer book uh i'll be gone in the dark which is amazing and if you haven't read it yeah that's a great after work drinks listeners Mm -hmm. like i'm sorry stop listening right now i just laughed because when you google him the first thing that comes up is does pull holes have a wife yeah he actually (laughs) he does unfortunately and kids um sorry mrs holes (laughs) But the podcast is really interesting because it's all about crowdsourcing for information. Ah. So Billy Jensen, who's the journo, he was just kind of writing and rewriting crime stories and he wanted to help more. So it was when kind of Facebook started to 
be huge. So he started to obtain, like, from the police, like, images of people that they were looking for, but the police could only circulate it to X amount of people. So he worked on, like, sharing it on Facebook and making things go viral, like video, surveillance video that showed suspects and trying to identify people, and he actually started to solve cases that way. That's so I good. always yeah. think they need to create, like, not an app, but, like, a website mm. that's almost... Uh, Tinder-like, yes, where where you can see whether you recognize someone or not. Because I'm like, there's yeah. so many people in the world, yes. and there's so much footage. Like I, I saw some footage on, like the regional news because I was on the south coast, and mm. it was just this guy who like broke into this old couple's house and stole her bag, and then like punched her husband on his way out like he was just yeah. the worst yeah. and you could fully see his and face like, that's my brother yeah and <laughs> I was like someone 100% <laughs> yeah. knows who this is and would yeah. dob him in yeah but, we just but they might not be seeing it yeah, yeah. Like, and it's the shit out of a like a tinder, tinder, murder like, tinder for murderers in your area tinder for yes. murderers. just like fully and you're faces. just like yes no yes no yeah. yes no i would do my duty yeah. every night and if it says yes then you yeah it's like private and then instead of the like green love heart it's like an e-chat with Paul Holes. Fuck, I would do that. Just to talk to Paul Holes. Yes, yes, yes. He's like, Josie, I need some information. <laughs> yeah. Stop lying. Give me a tip <laughs> here. A um, so it's really cool. So they give you all the – and a lot of them are cold cases because their whole reasoning is there's people's mums, right, who might have been living in California at the time this man was murdering people. But because there was like just newspapers then and like a bit of TV, if you missed that paper that day, you didn't watch the news, mm-hmm. then you didn't see these women's faces. So he's encouraging listeners to be like, show your family, like show your family these pictures. They might know someone, they might know something. And like, yeah, there's a website with everything so and Facebook page. So it's kind of like involving the listeners and you're not just Love. passively listening. But as an Australian person and <laughs> they're all, kind of are, yeah. they're all like, American no, crimes I am one. passively mm. listening yeah. let's just band together yeah. and start one but it's but really everyone's great everyone's seen someone it's like with the Ted Bundy thing mm-hmm. like 11 people had called in being like yeah this dude yes. driving this car called Ted and he including looks like his this. girlfriend yeah. <laughs> but you know like there's there's mm-hmm. almost never been a case where someone didn't yeah. See something mm-hmm. or hear something or know about someone or recognise someone even I know, the smallest like, detail it's just disseminating but the see, information but see I always say this because I was I remember this is how morbid I am. I was sitting on this like park bench with my boyfriend in the Blue Mountains because we were just like eating a pie or some shit, like a road stop situation. <laughs> yeah. Just a pie. Yeah. And Anchors. I was like, pie. saw this couple walk past and there was this dodgy looking dude in the corner of the park. Oh my God. And I, I think because I saw the dodgy dude and I thought, imagine if he murdered us because that's where my brain goes. Mm-hmm. And then I was like being really observant on purpose and noticing like the couple walking by and then like someone getting into their car with a pink jacket on or whatever. Yeah. And then I said to Jeremy, I was like, this is the thing is I'm only doing this because I was sus about that guy. Mm. But if I just wasn't, wasn't and then and someone was asked like, you, oh, did you see this woman walking around yeah. the Blue mm-hmm. Mountains on this day? Yeah. Yeah. I would I'd have be like, no, no idea. I don't notice yeah. anything. And I even have me. things that I'm so, so, so sure that I have a memory of mm. and then something happens that is completely contradictory. Yeah. Like thinking something definitely, definitely a hundred percent happened on a day. Yeah. And then for whatever reason, you just know it didn't, but you're mm. like, your brain just can't let go of the mm. idea that that happened. Like that must yeah. fuck up the legal system yeah. so much. Our brain, yeah. Like our brains aren't very reliable No, and they actually are leaning away from witness testimony now because they people are to. so, have you guys seen the movie, the witness, the doco? No. No. It's about a case in Brooklyn. Queens 
one of the places. A woman is – she's attacked twice, so she, she's murdered. But she's kind of attacked outside her apartment and she runs to the front of the apartment and, like, people see it, but then they all have different accounts of it. Mm. And it's – her name's Kitty Genovese. Was this in an episode of Girls? It was. Uh, I'm not I sure. Know I, I don't watch it? Girls. Yes, there's, like, an episode where they're doing, like, a live theatre thing and they're talking about Kitty Genovese yeah. and how, and it's like all these actors are playing the different people in the apartment blocks yes, and they yeah. all saw it, but yeah. like none of them could oh, get yeah, the guy behind. Do you remember that? that? Yeah. yeah. We just had a bathroom break. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> oh, hello. We're feeling refreshed. <laughs> oh my God. Bladders are empty. Yeah. This won't make sense to people who haven't listened to us. <laughs> and I was about to be like, how to cry, but it won't make any sense. I was in the toilet that um, fell on me. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, when, and then the noise happened and then Izzy just goes, I'm in the toilet. And I was like, I know. <laughs> yeah. But she went like the so toilet. So Mel just told a funny story, but you're going to have to put well, to yeah. the, the short version of it is that we're at our workplace, pedestrian TV, and um, one of the toilets, the like lid part of the toilet roll system, you know, those weird three-parter. Mm. Why are yeah, they just like, like that? It's very yeah. confusing mm-hmm. and complicated. I just don't yeah. think it needs to be that complicated. But anyway, it's loose and it just falls onto you and like hits you in the head. It's yeah, it's not. Yeah, a time it that just hit happened. my glasses once and I thought it <laughs> smashed them. I was gonna. Does it make you upset when like little shocking things like that happen? Yeah, yeah. sometimes it makes really, me really burst into tears. Yeah. I don't know. There's some traumatic childhood thing of me for it that was like a loud bang or something yeah. because like there's one at work where you take the paper towel out yeah. oh, and, and when it that, falls yeah. down I li- I, I'm literally like <laughs> so close to tears <laughs> it's so weird I'm like <laughs> yeah. that was me today when I get I really I'm gonna like slam it up in like the most weirdly aggressive way that if someone walked in they'd be like that girl is a psycho <laughs> yeah. Problem. yeah when I arrived here I was about to burst into tears and it's because I walked around in a circle for like a block trying to figure out where I this know, place I was I so bad I like, left Whoops. my phone somewhere yeah. and was eating no it wasn't snakes. even you it was before that I just like oh, right. couldn't figure out where this place was and I was on the oh, phone to my yeah. mum so I couldn't get on maps and I was like yeah. honestly mum please fuck I need off. to go I actually have and I called her a- I was like, I've got to go. Like, I've got to go. And she was like, fine, okay. Like, <laughs> you called me. Yeah. I have like a horrible memory from childhood. Yeah. I was like eight years old. It's so vivid. I had piano lessons. And mm-hmm. where my public school was that I went to school, like primary school. Yeah. It was a walk away. And it was the first time mum was like, you can just walk there. Because I was like eight or something. Oh, and, you know, whatever. It's the 90s. Yeah. No one cared. <laughs> and I then everywhere. She was like, yeah, you can just like, walk child. to mm. piano lessons you just go down this street yeah. and it was like a fork. So I went on the oh, wrong no. side of the fork. And then I was walking up and down and I could not find the house. And because <laughs> oh. I'm like only eight, I just kept yeah. walking up and back. I would up still and do back. that now. Yeah. <laughs> and it was that, you know, in you winter would. and it's like the afternoon oh. and then there's that bird that comes out and it's like, <laughs> you know that bird? Yeah. You're painting such a vivid cinematic <laughs> picture. Know. Are you I'm like Quentin who's Tarantino? playing eight-year-old Mel? Like yeah. I think Joey King or something. Very dramatic, guys. Yeah. And, and that bird was doing its little call and the sun was setting and I was like, oh my God, it's going to be dark and I don't know where I am. And, and do you remember those no neighbourhood watch signs when we were kids? Like I remember walking mm. home from primary school. Yeah. And there would be those houses that yeah. had like those like, weird... That's, 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 uh, but that's phone. like fucking sus as Even shit. As, like, a, as a kid, I remember yeah. asking my mum, I was like, but what if the person with the neighbourhood watch sticker Same. is the murderer? And she was like... Yeah. I don't She's know like, what I'm going to do with you. Up. She's going to host a true crime podcast <laughs> one day. That girl. Um, I know, anyway. but like, that's a weird thing to do. Like apply for a safe house mm-hmm. permit. Like, I know. Yeah. But I think back then it was more like 
good people did it I know. because did there were they, no though? phones. So kids didn't I'd have I never phones. trust. Those houses freaked you know? me out more than mm-hmm. the other houses. Yeah, yeah, they are creepy. But anyway, in the end, I just walked to my friend's house, which was like on the other side of the school. And I knew exactly where that was. But yeah. I was like in tears. And now Aww. when I hear those birds, I have this feeling in my heart, like <laughs> right. a horrible. Like you're like, you they make me triggered. feel yeah. anxious. Yeah. Those birds give me anxiety because of this memory from a childhood. Yeah. I don't know yeah, what my lesson. bang thing is. Really I'm, yeah. I'm story. funny about like, I'm funny about things that just, I think I'm so like anxious and wound up that I'm funny when things just like don't go my way at yeah. all like at the tiniest bit so I was like I can't find this office and then I was like by the time I got up here I was like I'm gonna cry yeah. <laughs> you guys are like yeah, what is wrong out. with you my life is You're terrible like, things yeah. need to go just so yeah, yeah. yeah. literally yeah. we get to the supermarket and I'm like do you have the list yeah. and if there's no list I'm like oh my god <laughs> let's just go <laughs> home there's no point yeah. there's yeah. no point yeah yeah I give up very easily when things don't go my Me way too. just like fuck it then yeah um, I feel like because we have two topics that we want to cover. Yeah. Mm. We're going to go to Mel's recommendations. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you just spitfire them out. Oh, spitfire them out. I'm, I'm ready. So I, I read talk a lot. Too long. <laughs> no, it's not even that. It's just like the four of us bantering. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, it's a lot of banter, isn't it? Well, I read a lot. So I've got um, two books. Good. Good. Our so readers love books. Um, I love books. I mean, our listeners. A lot. I read like a book a week. I'm ridiculous. So I read a book called The Van Apfel Girls Are Gone. It's by Felicity McLean. She's an Aussie author. Um, and basically it is kind of set, I imagined it was set in the Blue Mountains and I don't know if I made that up because I was in the Blue Mountains when I read it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But basically it's meant to be like a small sort of rural town in Australia and it's got a bit of virgin suicides mixed with kind of, um, picnic and hanging rock vibes. So essentially it's very, it's very me. Yeah. Um, literally both my fashion aesthetics combined yes. um but uh essentially it is about a family the van Apfel sisters there's three of them and it's from the perspective of one of their friends who is 11 at the time that they they go missing all three of them oh. and then um i don't want to tell too many things it's a mystery book obviously but it just really um i really got very into it and i think it was partially because Felicity like nailed the feeling of being like young in Australia like it's got that real hanging out with your friends in the street and mm, I love that yeah you know in those long summer days and have you read Boy Swallows Universe yes yes love. similar vibe except minus the sort of I mean oh, I guess there's kind of a little bit of a dark underbelly to it but not as, as complex much, yeah but uh, I think I love that, but also the mystery kind of kept me hooked because you're sort of, you're following it, you're kind of flashing back and forward because you're following this girl as an adult and she's moved to America and she's come back home to see her family and it's brought up memories of the girls. And then you're going to her as a child in the lead up to them going missing. Anyway, the twists are like mental and they never... That sounds like sharp objects. Yes, I love sharp objects. Oh my god, so I love good! Sharp oh my god, too. it sounds like that. that. Was an audio book when I did my trip. Oh, it is the best. And it's I the best would get book. in the car every day at like six in the morning because I did a trip around Australia for everyone listening who doesn't know me. Yeah, which is and... like so weird and creepy because she does mm-hmm. these mysteries and murders for like a pretty much job, and then goes and travels around Australia, at the outback by herself for three yeah. months. And, and I was, was honestly own. just yeah. like, I was just like, 
you're gonna die. Like, no, I, I think me and Izzy were like, no, was fully gonna get murdered. Yeah. No, I, was, like, I, was, I, was, like, I was like, that's actually what's gonna happen next. Same, same. Like 100%. I was just like, she's, she's going to die because I think I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah. So if I left the studio and walked to my Uber. Like, I'm like, that's yeah. it, I'm dead. Yeah. And, and we so, did you know Peter Falconio and I think this. So you, you know. were doing all the backpacker murders. Yeah, like, literally on your did them like around the right same time in yeah. the same day because we had to record <laughs> them, like put them all in a day because she was leaving. We did Falconio and Malap, like literally back back. Wolf oh, Creek, the oh double. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, then, double and then we're like, bye, Mel, bon voyage. Enjoy being in the outback of Australia on your own as a young woman. When I drove, so the Stuart Highway is the one that goes right up the middle, so it goes from Darwin to Adelaide, and I had to go up it and down it like three times because I sort of screwed up my timings and basically had to go to the Northern Territory, the top, like uh, Kakadu area, as soon as I could to skip out on the wet season, which mm-hmm. in the end didn't actually hit because climate change. So I could have just gone there later. But, yeah. you know, we weren't to know. And um, <laughs> Good old climate yeah, change. Yeah, no, good old climate change. Just fucking Kicking shit in. up again. I know, I'm literally like, thank God it's going to be like nice weather in London. I don't know. <laughs> normal you actually have is he voted for scomo yeah. so. <laughs> like, don't do anything about this just yet i'm not having children so i was driving up the highway and there was this old man and his car had broken down on the side of the road oh my God. and nah. he looked so friendly <laughs> and no, he was like no way. his like bonnet was up and he was just sort of this is probably like eight in the morning no one's really around but the highway's pretty like pop populated like all the trucks go up it so it's like every 10 minutes you'd see a car or a truck you know so mm-hmm. I'm driving and I see this guy and he's sort of waving me down and I'm just like absolutely not mm-hmm. just keep going yeah. I was just like bye old man just kept going you've got a free and pass I could see him like sort of yelling being like you you know the old man hand yeah shape. yeah yeah like you, know, yeah. you silly bitch um but I was thinking dude like there's gonna be a truck in like five yeah. minutes who'll stop you a big you. burly man will stop you I that guess for him he'd much does. rather deal with like a, Maybe you a normal just, like, young woman slow down than the a big car. burly <laughs> like, like he's probably freaked out by the truck driver you know what I mean there's yeah, like true. all these power plays coming but you could have just slowed down and kind of Wound your window down a little, a little bit. And Thrown like, out I'm a wrench. S- no, it just been like, I'm scared of a murderer. And not. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry you might kill me. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. But yeah, like I literally would avoid stopping for anything. I wouldn't use road stops because some of the ones in the Northern Territory were like through some scrubby bush. Mm, like you drove it. through some yeah. scrubby bush and then it was like hidden from the highway. And I was like, absolutely not. And the, the highway there is so flat and – um. It's just so like looks good. Sorry, but the terrain is so flat. Yeah, you can pull off on the side of the road if you because I also had a four wheel drive, and you can pull over quite far from the highway, so you're out of the range of trucks and cars, and you're not a hazard. And I would just do that and just stand there and eat my sad cheese sandwich because I would have cheese sandwiches every day. It's quite the story, yeah. <laughs> but like, I would just do that because I was so scared to mm. go into the road stops alone in case yeah. anything happened. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I guess because, segue, you, but, you know. because you obviously study it, mm. you know what to look out for. Like even yes. I'm like so much more onto it just from listening to Oh, yeah, yeah that's stuff, what we wanted to talk about yeah. for our topic. Mm-hmm. But we can – Well, anyway, we yeah, Van Apple Girls, yeah. that was great. <laughs> my yeah, god we're so bad but it. yeah we're literally like okay recommendations and then you guys start talking we're like that's enough <laughs> i know <laughs> but i want to get into the juicy topic yeah, yeah well, I, I mean i can just have one recommendation that's yeah fine. and we can pop the rest in our notes anyway yeah yeah or on our facebook page
I feel like I'm really interested in because I feel like I'm so highly, highly, highly anxious. And then I feel like I read true crime stuff obsessively because I'm anxious. Like, I don't know what the chicken or the egg thing is, but I'm like, do you think being really into it makes you unnecessarily paranoid or freaked out or like tapped into all the bad things humans could do to you at all times? Well, I think it makes you aware. Because I think you're not paranoid on... because it's real. Yeah. But then, But yeah. I think it depends on individual people. Like, if you're already a bit of a paranoid person. It's like, I don't smoke weed because <laughs> yes. I, yeah. I, I get so paranoid. Same. Gross. I have same. Oh, my God. And like it's not pleasant. I it's not tell. like... Um, like I can chill out and smoke a reefer and fucking chill out and look at my hand. That's the coolest thing I've seen. I'm just like, oh my god! Like everyone can hear my thoughts. Yeah. Like I just start yeah. freaking out. Yeah, and I've I don't enjoy too. the feeling. Yeah, it's not like a moral thing of. And no. if I do it, I'm like, I can have half a puff. Because any more <laughs> than that, and yeah. I'm just like freaking out. Yes. But so I think if you were a really paranoid person, then it probably wouldn't be a good thing to always be consuming. Mm. But I find it. I don't know. I I like to know about it because I can be alert and aware. And I'm not like walking home clutching my keys between my fingers. Okay, sometimes I do. But yeah. um, I don't know. I just think it kind of makes me feel better because a lot of people go through shit and they actually survive and make right. it through these horrible yeah, situations. Choice. I feel like it gives you like a like a adva- like an advantage to know. Yeah. I think there's a lot of psychology in that. Like I look, I could not tell you the articles I've read, but there was a time there where we were doing the podcast and I was like, is it kind of fucked up that I love listening to stories Mm. where people get murdered? Is it? And it's like 90% women, right? And it's like 90% women Uh our age. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And I was, I was having sort of a moral sort of conundrum about it essentially where I was like, is this something that I need to stop doing? Is just focusing on this and like, Mm listening to all this stuff and then I was sort of googling why we do it and there's two schools of psychology thought that I sort of came across were we do it because we are subconsciously trying to teach ourselves so it's like you know we're learning from other people's mistakes in a way or not necessarily their mistakes but just kind of warning their stories signs and their stories help us to navigate our own lives and then there's also another one where it's that you it makes you feel safe because you are listening to something awful from the safety of your room or your lounge room you're watching it Mm. your car your own life and it's almost like facing the worst thing that could ever happen Mm. and you kind of like you're obviously not facing it but you like you're like okay i'm staring this down Mm. and And it's it's facing it in a place where you can manage it which is a lot of anxiety stuff as someone who sees psychologists yes. all the fucking time. Um, I, was, you know, I, I was saying to Izzy in the toilet, I was like, three of the four people here see the same psychologist. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys have told everybody, but yeah. Oh, no, like, yeah, we have. We've so we all that... see the same psychologist and yeah. she doesn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've said that before thing. on our podcast. Oh, how yeah. funny. I know, so she has no idea, um, yeah. which I love. I'm obsessed with it. So, yeah, and so a lot of the stuff that I've worked with with my therapist was, you know, sort of – experiencing like kind of almost role play stuff of like imagining yourself in a certain situation Mm. but you're in the safety of the psychologist's office there's something in that for treating anxiety so I think that there is something in listening to true crime for people that are especially for women because we actually do deal with 
like the threat of violence constantly in our lives. It's statistically proven. Yeah. And so, and we know that and you know, it's the media, like the saturation of that knowledge, which is important. I think it's really important. Yeah. Has made us cons- like, you know, we do walk around with our keys between our fingers mm. because there is a very real threat out there that something could happen to us at any point in time. Yes. And, um, I think that the rise of true crime and listening to it and reading it and watching it had to do with that 100%. Yeah, but it's interesting because my psychologist, who's the same, the same as your psychologist, <laughs> told me to stop stop consuming it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. And I think she was like, you need to stop completely, immediately stop doing it. And then when, it. when she told you yeah. stop doing it and then I was listening to a case file episode and I was on the plane and I realized that like my heart was beating out of my chest yeah. and I was having risky remedies. And I was like, this obviously isn't good for this you. This isn't mm. entertainment. See, it doesn't scare, yeah. it doesn't no, me neither. Me. Maybe I'm sick. On, no, I was I on a plane. I fell asleep to case file on the plane. I found it so relaxing. No, yeah. When I was in... Um, America like a year ago um, with a bunch of friends a girl put on case file to go to sleep and it mm. was like Amy I do it Bradshaw Amy Lee Bradshaw oh, Amy Lynn Bradley yes on the cruise ship yes god I'm sick I am sick I just realized <laughs> yes. I'm you're like episode 74 <laughs> yeah and I was like awake all night that's that's yeah. a crazy story yeah. we have a lot of friends when we started our podcast you know we had friends where we you know obviously you're pushing it out to everyone you're like everybody listen to our podcast mm. and I had so many friends be like, I can't listen to it because crime stories genuinely stay with me. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, ours is not sleep. scary. My friend Amber won't listen to ours. Yeah. She came to our live show. She really enjoyed it. But oh. she's like, oh, I only listen to like, she listened to the Olivia Newton-John's husband, boyfriend who went missing. She's yeah. like, oh, I'll that I can get into. Yeah. But like other ones scare. I'm like, mm. but it's not scary. She's I like, know. no, I still find it scary even People though you guys really are laughing. Scared. I think that it is good to kind of, for like that awareness, like even just, I loved, we've talked about it before in our podcast, but Mel was the one that wrote the like, Ted Bundy can be hot thing with the Zac Efron movie coming out and everyone being like, why is, Ted, why is Zac Efron playing a serial killer? Mm. And Mel wrote about for Pedestrian how Ted Bundy can be hot and serial killers can be hot and that's what we need to be like aware of. And I feel like these sorts of things make me more aware because yeah. I would just honestly, like if I was drunk at a bar and a hot guy my age was like, do you, like come home with me or do you want to come back to mine or yes. do you want to go get food? I'd be like, absolutely, you're not a murderer. Yeah. Mm. Like, you're just not. Yeah. And the politeness thing, like, I think something that I learnt was okay from true crime podcasts was don't 
just do things that make you yeah. feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Just well, we talked you don't about want to this. Yeah. We, yeah. Got, we, we got the most feedback, I think, ever on an episode because we did one on Grace Mullane, who was a English girl who went to New Zealand mm. yes. and yes. was killed on a Tinder uh, day. Yeah. And we that. got talking about it because we were like, to us reading about that case, we were like, we can almost guarantee mm. that she did not want to get in his fucking car mm. and just did because she didn't want to be rude yeah. or yeah. impolite or mm-hmm. awkward or weird or make the situation mm-hmm. strange or crazy. Yeah. And she was in a casino, which is the most public place in the world, mm. and got in a car. Mm. With a weird guy, and on a yeah, Tinder date, and was driven somewhere, and would have known. But like, we're so conditioned to not rock the boat and not make things awkward and just go along with situations yeah. that I feel like there must be literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of cases in history where women have died because they've in their gut known something but not wanted yeah. to be rude. I've let, I said to Izzy in that episode, I was like, I've let guys walk me home on Tinder dates where I felt really uncomfortable yeah. mm. because I didn't know how to get out of. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, well, they've done nothing so weird mm, that I can not... make an excuse mm. to say no. Mm. But I also yeah, yeah. feel really weird like... about them knowing where I live, but mm. I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to let them walk me home and hope that they're not a serial killer. The like, how yeah. weird that we do that. I think it's a so lot of weird. people are the opposite, though, and think this is in the movies, this is in a podcast, this is in America. Ted Bundy was in America. I'm yeah. in Newcastle, Australia. It's not going to happen to me. So I think that's yeah. why some people you and a lot of podcasts I listen to where they tell these true stories you know the girls missing someone in their family is missing they're like oh they didn't worry straight away because their minds didn't go to that yes mm. because they're like oh we lived in a small town and it was very safe yeah and yeah. they didn't immediately yes. go to she has been abducted yeah she had but they didn't yeah. think of that straight away they're God, like she's I at a friend's house or, 10 seconds yeah some I people know. I think everyone's different and I think another fascinating thing about true crime and why we watch it. And even like back in the day when like SVU was the most popular, mm. still is. It's the like best, yeah. the longest running of the law and orders. Like why do we go straight to these really depraved things? It's because we're not. So we're yes. interested in learning about people who are almost not human yeah. in the way that their minds think and the things that they will do to other people. It's That's the fasc- fascination, I think, yeah. yeah, for a lot totally. of people. Yeah, I definitely think that's part of it too. Mm. But, yeah, on the Grace Mullane thing, like, I could think of so many examples of times where I felt... Sorry, this music playing. Yeah, it's because of the hotel. It's so loud. Is it? I can hear it. I can hear it. Sometimes it seems really loud and then then it doesn't show up. As long as you guys don't mind because I couldn't hear it in We'll keep this in if it's obvious. (laughs) (laughs) People know that we heard and couldn't do anything. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like, I just... I can think of so many times, like you were saying, where not even dates just interactions with men where I felt like something's off something feels uncomfortable about this but they've done nothing untoward to me they've said nothing's Mm. particularly alarming where I just sort of go along with things like um I remember even even in like this is so bad like this story will make you freak out we were in Mexico me and my sister and we got a taxi no we got a sorry our hotel had like a shuttle bus to the airport and then when we got to the airport we realized we'd left our passports in the security oh my lock up thingy in your hotel room oh my and we god were like, oh my god how do we even get back because like mexico's a bit like skew if it's like yeah. woo, everything's just yeah there's no like here's Fuck. the designated yeah, taxi yeah. people mm. you know mm. and so we went outside and we we're freaking out our flight was not 
too long away. Like, thankfully, yeah. we've gotten there a bit earlier. So we just, this guy was just like, uh, where do you need to go? And we were like, uh, okay. Like, just because there was yeah. really no other option. You just did things and ended up paying him to take us back to our hotel and then take us back. Nothing obviously happened to us. Here I am today telling you this story and I'm fine. But we just got in a van with this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done yeah. shit like that so yeah. much. Yeah, and... and it wasn't like it was so concerning that I 100% knew something was going to go bad. It's just that something very much could have gone yeah. bad. But I was awkward about it all. And, you know, like I was like, oh, yeah, we'll get like in the you back. And to get back and the whole thing passports. was just very, yeah, like uncomfortable. Yes. And I just think, you know, a lot of the times you hear these true crime stories on these podcasts and there's this moment where the person, you know, did something totally completely normal and innocent and fine and that's what got them into the bad situation and it's that's why it annoys me I think when people victim blame with these things because it's not actually Mm -hmm. it's always it's never the victim's fault it's literally never the victim's fault and there's that whole you should be able to just trust people to be able to get in the car and that they're actually going to help you exactly and I love that the conversation is changing around that now Mm, especially with in the wake of me too and this discussion about consent that we're always having just across the board mm. it's like let's stop blaming women for yeah. going out at night and meeting a guy and <laughs> just having a fling absolutely you know because that's not the reason something horrific mm. happened to them yeah it's the fact that this person is a fucking psycho mm. there's also i remember i read this book by this guy called martin mckenzie murray who writes for the saturday paper and he wrote it's also a murder from perth yeah <laughs> it's so weird but it, it was like this case and the book's called a murder without a motive and it was literally this girl was working at the bar at Hillary's Boat Harbour where I used to go all the time. And it's a this very guy, strange name. <laughs> yeah, so weird. It's we used to go there all the time yeah. as kids. It's just like this little enclave. And um she was working at the pub. It was like a fifteen minute walk home and her all her mates had been there and this guy who was a mate of her mates but not actually her friend was there. Mm. And he was just like kind of pissed and at the bar and like they were all 18. They all went to high school together. And she was like, dude, you're so drunk. Like, where do you live? Blah, blah, blah. He was like, oh, just like, I'll walk you home. I'll walk you home. And they were walking. And then 250 meters from her front door, he just strangled her to death. <gasps> and no one knows why it happened. Oh, my God. And now he's in jail for it. But they're like, not like he's never opened up about it. Yeah. There was no signs of sexual assault. There was no, they You've didn't know each other. Podcast before, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Like in the park. Yeah, in the part, in the part. Yeah. So the mum woke up and her daughter was at home, like full broad church, and mm. looked across the thing, and there was all this police tape, and it was like, but mm. but Horrible. Th- the thing with that is that it's, I think we're trained to think about killers as, I don't know, like there's a reason or you provoke someone mm. or something like that. That's a situation we've all been in in some capacity where you've been with a guy who's a friend of a friend, or where you've been in a situation yeah. like walking with some dude, or you yes. know what I mean. Well, like yes. that's what you were yeah. just saying yeah. on all Aussie Mystery Hour, yeah, about um the murders. What's the hotel called? Claremont. Perth, Claremont. Oh yeah, Claremont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how the girl was seen hugging the guy who they were looking for, and then when they found him, they realized that he was in a uni tutorial. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, he and he ended up being a serial killer. Like, yeah. It's just so nuts. Like, there's just – in all these cases, it's like focusing on the women makes people feel better because it yeah. feels like more and achievable think, to focus on female behavior than to focus yeah. on just crazy, psycho, yeah. violent Lurking people. 
And everywhere. And I think people mean well. Like, I think that at their heart, it's, you know, I think it's moved away from, oh, she wore a short skirt, mm. she was asking for it. Yes. To a degree, I think there are still some dickheads that do that. Mm. But it's moved from that. And one of the cases that this always sticks with me about is Eurita C. Dixon. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Because the immediate thing the police came out with was, women, you need to be careful, don't walk in parks alone at night. Mm. And it's like that kind of conversation is the exact problem with how you know this kind of culture keeps going that the woman it's the woman's responsibility to not get Mm -hmm. murdered and it's like yeah Yeah. as if she wasn't like already alert like yeah she ticked someone and was like almost home yeah like it's just absolutely fucked what else are you gonna do and Mm -hmm. that's how you stop someone wanting to like 4k you assess the risk like i'm always assessing the risk as a woman i'm like okay this this street's like a bit dark and empty, but it's going to take me like, you know, mm-hmm. half the time if I walk down there to get home than it is if I go around this very well lit way. Yeah. Do I, is it the right thing? Yep. Okay. I'm going to do it. She probably, the guy that did it, she probably noticed his presence and thought, okay, mm, I'm a bit worried, but like, should be okay because yeah, I'm almost do that. Home. we're always weighing those things up. We're weighing those things up on an almost daily scenario. Yeah, men like don't understand that. They just don't we've, get it. Like that's how we've grown up as yeah, women. That's like being inherently to, vulnerable. I was yeah. saying to my boyfriend that when I leave work and it's like five thirty in winter, mm. I'm like looking around everywhere. I sort of know where my keys are in my bag. Like yeah. I'm yeah. fear. And he was, and he was just like, what? Mm. Like he actually just hadn't thought about it. You can hear that but not get it. And Zach's like. I've, I talk to him about this all the time because mm. I'm like, I get that you can empathize, but it's really hard to like really try to imagine that. Yeah. And now he's like really cute. Like he's like, I do stuff like if I get off the train at night and there's a girl there, I'll like make sure I walk really far in front of her. Yeah. So she so she knows I'm not behind her. Yes. Yes. But then I'll also be aware of the fact of like, is there a guy behind her? Is there someone yeah. near her? Where's she turning? Like, so like she knows that she's behind me and she doesn't have to worry about me, but I'm also aware of like uh-huh. who's behind oh, her. That's nice. So like, you, but, but, yeah. but like you so need cute. guys to be thinking. And yeah. he's only got that from like years of me being like, I'm scared. Yeah. La, 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 yeah. la, 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 of getting it. And, and me being like, okay, like stuff we've talked about in this podcast where I've walked home and people have literally – harassed grabbed me by the arm and tried to like drag me into bushes and like fucked up stuff like that like yeah girls just get used to dealing with things like that it's just crazy or my like my old housemate her a a friend of hers had an experience where she was coming home and literally a bunch of guys in a car tried to drag her into the car oh my god and she ran and was hiding in bushes at two in the morning like hysterically crying trying to call people on her phone to come and get her yeah but we're like oh but no one's like no way did that happen. Everyone's no. like, yeah, that yeah, kind of yeah. like makes yeah. sense in yeah, this like, world. It's yeah. awful. They're not like <laughs> yeah. unheard of. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've already said this that? on our podcast before, but yeah, when I was walking home from school and I was 15, a car of guys was circling me. <gasps> and like, and, and the last time they circled, because they were like leaning out the window, like yelling things. And I was like, mm. they're going to grab me. And the last time they like circled to turn around, I just sprinted into a property and hid behind the fence. Mm. Oh my God, that's yeah. so scary. It's so crazy. And that's it. There's always just like one degree of separation to knowing someone. If it didn't happen to you as yeah. a woman, it's mm. happened to a woman that you know or someone yes. yeah. you or worse. Know knows. Like yes. there's somebody in your life that this has happened mm-hmm. to. And that's, I think, yeah, exactly. And it's interesting that you said that about Zach because I think – I when I talk to men about it as well, they're just like, what? Mm, and it's like yeah. you said, like it's that whole thing of, you know, we've just been conditioned that we now naturally do this. We yeah. Just yeah, I don't think to tell Anton that I'm like thinking about that as I walk home because it's yeah. just something it's just I do. Normal. Yes. I remember my boyfriend going, 
we lived in Newtown and he's like, why do you, when you go for a run, why are you running on Enmore Road? It's so busy. Like use the back streets. I'm like, <laughs> repeat that. Yes. And yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, of course you but don't. you just wouldn't think if you didn't have to. I'm going to run around I mean? the dark yeah. on the back street. <laughs> the dark alleyway. Yeah. I'm a six, six foot one man, fine, but not when you're I a know. woman. It's really hard to explain. And I try to think, I know it's crazy to say, <clears throat> but I feel like the only way to get around this is to try and like not empathize with a murderer, obviously, but there needs to be a point where we're kind of engaging with why. The why. People do this yeah. because mm-hmm. it's not like, it's not like, it's still enough people for it to be a thing that we should try and investigate mm. why men are compelled to do this. Mm. Yeah. You know? Over but I think so much of it is like that constant cycle of rape culture yes. where I think we have to stop speaking about it like there is any fault on the victim because one of the things that I thought about when the police were saying, you know, women be careful, like mm. don't walk in the dark is – like, you know, it's obviously not what they're intending, but the flip side of that is if you walk in the dark, you can mm-hmm. be murdered. And then it's almost like, um, you know, when there's that whole conversation of like, oh, don't wear these things because it, you know, it this might happen to you. And it, it almost gives like... It's almost excusing their behavior. An excuse, like, yeah. oh, I did like, this because she was or being walking like, this by herself. Like this is yeah. You should fight it where it's if like, I see, yeah. you know, your cleavage, then I just want to force myself upon you. And, Mm. you know, obviously no one, I don't think anybody that is ever saying that means that what they're trying to do is protect people from harm. Yeah. But by constantly talking like that, I think it perpetuates that kind of mental attitude or like... Mm. And it comes from like a cultural laziness of it's it's much easier to say, women, Mm. please just always get a taxi than Mm. it is to be like, men... What, don't rape. be murderers like you know like it's yeah. almost like it's an easier thing to say <laughs> to address sane-minded women be more careful than mm-hmm. it is to say however many weird men out there are crazy mm. <laughs> and hate women so much they want to murder them yes please don't do that but yeah i don't know if this will and help. i also wonder if it's partly to do with the fact that you know you don't even have to go back that many generations to when women were basically property and it was yeah. like marriage was just a sort of almost a transaction sometimes actually a transaction spousal rape happened all the yeah, time you know like that. i'm your yeah. husband i'll have sex with you whenever Literally i want till exactly. like 96 that was legal like yeah. th- these are the things that's like we look at racism in america and you're like slavery was so 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 recent in it's impossible things, yeah. f- for people to move on from that this quickly it's the same with sexism yeah. like there's yeah. just no way in a society where even i know this is like so weird to say but i even think about like the world wars and mm. as a man if you had to go and deal with how fucked up oh. that was mm-hmm. and what then come saying. back and the women weren't allowed to see it and they're like why are you so quiet yeah <laughs> and they, they were like, had i had to see my best friend's brain fucking yeah. blown off ptsd but ptsd wasn't a thing and yeah men don't get counseling so and i feel like they would have been so like just secretly because they can't say any words to Mm -hmm. each other like Mm -hmm. aggro about Mm -hmm. the fact that they couldn't talk i just think those things like that's so recent it takes there are so many things like that that are so recent yeah and i think that's it like i wonder if it's connected to a sort of you know ingrained mentality you know we're only really it's very recent that we've stopped being like, oh, men, they're so different. Women couldn't possibly understand anything about their brains. Yes. Oh, women. that You know, like that mm. breaking down this 
huge divide between men and women. Like men are excused, like, you know, boys will be boys. Yeah, that yeah. Kind of attitude. It's not been that long. So I wonder if part of that is the reason why there are still men out there who think that it's okay or like mm. excuse themselves to do these things or act on that impulse and, and allow themselves to, you know? Yeah, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. And guys, like we've talked about in the podcast before how like we talked about girls having like a gut instinct or whatever. Mm. That's not just some weird, crazy girl thing we're feeling. That's like a generation's long honed survival mm. yes. instinct because yes. we don't have the physical thing. We have like we're like emotionally superior where men are physically superior because mm. we had to learn that yeah. to survive, you yeah, know? Absolutely. And, and, and men not being able to talk to each other, like that's a that's like a problem. That's like mm. a proper problem mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they hang out for five hours and don't say yeah. two words of meaning. Oh, God. And you meet yeah. a girl in the toilet line and you're like, oh my God, yeah, my dad my when I was story. 10. Yeah. <laughs> Someone was saying to me the other day as a joke and they were like, they were like, all men go to therapy, just all of you, because yes, there's yes. dating. So, like, I've had, I've been with my boyfriend now for like, I don't know, four months, five months or something. And, you know, that's a first for me because for so long, <laughs> people would just break up with me after three months because they had issues and, like, mm-hmm. they couldn't yeah. deal with their shit and they were just not dealing with their shit. And yeah. there's this whole conversation in the dating world that I still very much hear because I have a lot of friends who are still single where it's like, all these guys using girls as their therapist. Yes. So they just will not like deal with their shit. Mm -hmm. 100%. And and they're just not even aware of it. No. And it's just this whole like running sort of meme joke now of like every man should just go to therapy. They actually just should. They should. (laughs) Everyone should go to therapy. Yeah, Yeah, everyone should go to therapy. Yeah. If only it wasn't so fucking expensive. I know. know. That's a whole other conversation. Get sponsorship. (laughs) (laughs) Sponsored by Sada crowdfunding campaign for the all men of Australia yeah. to yeah. therapy. <laughs> I would donate to that. Me mm-hmm. too. Um, we had like one more topic we wanted to cover, yeah. but it's almost been an hour. But should we quickly? Yeah, let's quickly cover it because I feel like it's really you interesting. You can cut anything of our shit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, cut. Not we'll cut away. We'll cut away. So we wanted to talk about because like, so for me and Grace, when we started After Work Drinks, it was sort of this thing that we literally – decided over dumplings one night mm-hmm. and we were like yeah let's do that that sounds fun i don't even actually know how it became a reality like it literally went from a conversation of a dinner to somehow we were in the studio it was literally in like six days yeah that, like mm-hmm. and then we were in the studio like we'd, episode, we'd sort of yeah. joked about it before but then we were in the studio and the guy was like is this a test episode and we were like oh we might as well just make it the full one because we can't like <laughs> whatever and then so we just did it and then we're like okay it's a thing now we need like a logo i was like anton make us a thing yeah and then we released it and so it was just this fun sort of side thing we were doing as friends. And then we kind of came back this year and I was like, okay, let's try and organize like advertising or just try and like figure it out a little bit more. And it became kind of this weird thing between us because we were best friends. <laughs> <laughs> like we're best friends. We hang out yeah. all the time yeah. and all we do is talk shit. Like literally our conversations are like, do you think I'd look prettier with blonde hair or brunette hair? <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then we'll take like a tally and so then it just became this weird thing in our friendship and it was funny because we were just trying to navigate like suddenly having this like thing where people are emailing you and wanting mm. like a media kit and then you've got listeners emailing and you've got like all these different aspects plus a full-time job plus your friendship mm. and we were like how do we juggle this yeah and we just like would get to a period where it was like 
and we'd have ideas about things or whatever, but we became really bad at communicating in like a business sense. Yeah. So then we'd get into like recording and I'd be like, hello, Isabel. And she'd be like, hello, Grace O'Neill. <laughs> like, how are you? And I'd be like, fine. And we were just like so pissed <laughs> off at each other about some like rogue email from four days earlier that had like a business aspect. Thing to do with yeah. it, yeah. And we like just, I would be like, can you reply to this? And then Grace would just forget. And then I'd be like, that's annoying. And she was like, well, I'm sorry, I'm busy. And then we <laughs> yeah. would just like be like so grumpy. And there's a few yeah. episodes where literally like we had like a full-blown fight before one. Yeah, yeah. We had like a full-blown like yelling match before oh one. God. And then we were like, okay, let's record. And, and then it was like, just... Welcome like, to After Work Drinks. Even my mom was like, are you and Izzy okay? <laughs> like she picked up the nuance of it. Mm. Yeah. So we wanted to know like whether you guys have found how you guys have found sort of starting a thing with your close friend and, and how when, you and when the, the, the whole success of the thing relies on your friendship yes. because that's what people like is the banter between you mm. yeah because we found like the whole purpose we got to a point where like what's the point of this podcast if we're going to be giving you lots of informational facts and yeah and we we're have stressed no out we're not having fun yeah. charisma yeah. Yeah. or yeah. like oh God, this is something i yeah. say all the time is how podcasting became a thing where you know people realize that you can literally start it kind of wherever you don't need high-tech mm. equipment but then it's kind of like everyone just then goes I can do a podcast I can mm. do a podcast and I don't think just anyone can do it because no, yeah especially either. when it's conversational you need yeah. to have mm. a balance and I don't even think we knew if we would we just came up with the idea yeah. <laughs> I think ours is different we talked about this a bit before we did this episode because we were workmates and friendly. Yeah. But I wouldn't say we were necessarily friends. Mm, yeah. I'm Mel's boss. So Yeah, it was, that made a weird yeah, dynamic as is. Not necessarily weird, just we were work, definitely workmates yeah. and definitely got along really well and at work. And you were both like interested in true crime. Yes, and definitely right. vibed on certain things. And we are similar age, so a lot of pop culture references are the same. So we definitely got along really well and then we liked true crime and so we decided to start it and it's made us better friends yeah, yeah. so now we're That's legit nice. friends yes. whereas before we were like work friends yeah yeah so ours friends. was like and you'll spend every day together best yes. friends whereas we don't spend every day together no and it's funny to me when people in our facebook group are like i want to be like josie mail where we're best friends and like blah blah, blah. they'll say that and i'm like we're definitely not friends like we're friends but yeah. we're yeah. not like spending every day together and yeah. like really heightened history yeah, and like emotions yeah. and things like that and we sort of yeah like we both of a weekend like mm. Josie will spend time with Julie and her partner and you know we chill out and like I'm very much similar like mm. we've got different friendship groups as well yeah. like we have some we mutual message friends a lot now. we message a lot constantly I would say always talking yeah. but not necessarily spending heaps of yeah. physical time Which with one another good, I think um and I think the dynamic of being workmates yeah. can make it weird because there was a period of time where we were doing Game of Thrones recaps mm-hmm. where we had to watch the show and then message chat each other. That was our style of it. We were doing Bachelor in Paradise recaps mm-hmm. as well. Both showing at the same time, yep. which was very fun. So like Fuck. four days a week of of interacting in a conversational way in a work way and then doing the podcast yeah and i think in those times (laughs) sitting next to each other you know it It wasn't so much that we would have like arguments or anything it was just that it was so much time 
being Josie and Mel, the fun, bantery, chatty. By the end of the week, it became hard to be like, hi, Mel, what are you tell me about today? (laughs) And the mystery. And people forget, like, I think, you know, like you said, we have full work lives and then you have to then do this. Mm. We obviously ours is part of our job to a degree, so but we still kind of have to do it after hours. Well, we I mean, it's after yeah, hours. yeah, it's nine <laughs> o'clock, yeah, exactly. After hours, yeah, and you, you're not always on. Like I think people even that know me as a person are like, oh, Mel's really bubbly all the time, mm. but it's like I'm not always bubbly. Like <laughs> yeah. I get tired. We get. Do you tired guys have and... things that you do to like make the banter or funness come easier? Or is it wine? Oh, yeah, no. wine. Yeah, I know. Sometimes when we won't drink, I'm like. I get a bit stressed out because I'm like, mm. I'm just not going to ha- We had an relaxed. episode where I think I was drinking black coffee and it was just like off chops. Like I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> like just oh God, like yeah. rattling off statistics or something like just not fun. Yeah. But we got into a good routine of like, okay, we need to meet, have a small glass of wine and talk about what we're talking about. Well, yeah, we'll sort of like meet and we'll have a glass of wine and we'll just debrief on like yeah. friendship things yes. that we cannot say on the podcast yeah. because we're just bitching about everyone. Actually, we <laughs> yeah, do we that. do that. We definitely <laughs> we do that. Yeah, in this yeah, studio. Yeah. Yeah. We don't press record. We yes. have a bitch. And yeah, a, a bitch and we chat and we catch up and we're like, oh my God, this, oh my God, that. Yeah. But we won't say anything that we're going to cover on the podcast and then we go into it and we're like relaxed yeah. and having fun. Whereas if I come around to Grace's, straight after work in work mode mm. and I get there and I'm like okay right let's record like we've yeah. got to edit this tonight because like if it comes by the time I get to her house it's like 6 37 <laughs> so at night it's really cramped yeah it's, it's like 6 37 at night and then yes. by the time we record it's usually like 7 30 yeah by the time That's we finish hard. it's like 8 yeah. 30 and, and it's then, also and like we're we recording at my apartment night. and Zach's coming home so sometimes he's doing like laps around the apartment yeah until he can come home so it's like very tight and then we edit that night so yeah, whoever's wow. editing has to edit um, to like 11, 12 and then yeah. send it through. So it's yeah. like stressful. Yeah. So like unless we chill out and mm, we're just yeah. like, it is fine. Mm. And I think it's hard because a huge part of what makes your podcast work, which is the same as what makes ours work, is yeah. our rapport with one another. Mm-hmm. Yes. That if that's not there, it's have yeah. a, a chat and it is like hanging out with your mates and like we are relatable with mm. each other. If you're flat or you've got issues with each other or whatever, you're just not in the mood, yes. it affects it. But also I think that what happened with us for me and what maybe happened with you guys is that at first you're just doing it and then you're like, remember we were doing it and then we were starting to get reviews come through on <laughs> iTunes. But we'd done about five episodes or four episodes pre-done them as we were feeding them out each yeah, week. Yeah. And so at first we were like, oh, my God people hate us mm. oh my god we're getting a bad review everyone hates yeah, us actually, this, this is, one a, review this is a great story to actually in. bring up if people haven't heard it because you guys like what mel and josie do is do these true crime mystery content but it's done in this like hilarious like you have to have a very i don't want to say elevated but it's like a very specific i would say heightened sense of humor to get it like it could be if, if you had like a very low functioning it's more like... But, but I, I know you wouldn't want to say that, but it's like... No, I know what you If you don't mean. get it, it can sound crass or like you're, you're not yeah, you've caring. Yeah, you've got to be open to um, conversation <laughs> yeah, around... You guys are really, really, crime. really mm. funny. Like, you're re- like, I feel like that's such a huge part of it. And I feel like I would read some of those reviews and I was like, you just don't, you don't get, get it. it. Like, so what you're saying is just away. not getting it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Mel has... Because I'm... Ve- we're both sensitive, but I'm yeah. very, yeah, very I'm sensitive. Very sensitive. <laughs> and Mel will be like, those people... We don't want them anyway, yes, because they don't get it. Like they would say the same to my favorite murder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which they'd is be what like, you love. Yeah, 
this is horrible. Yeah. But then there's people that get it and they buy into it and they're the people that we want leaving us good reviews and listening to us. We don't want those people listening. I'm sort of glad because I feel like like most of the people who listen to us have gotten it. Like yeah. I feel like people come to us and they sort of already know what they're going to get. Because yours is kind of like... Yours, yours is like yours true is crime jarring. is this giant net of the world. Like yeah. true crime. You so know, it's all like these people yeah. come it, It's the craziest people yeah. will be searching true crime. Yeah. Like you have this whole spectrum of us, humanity. And for us, it's just drinking. For us, it's like you would only find us if yeah. you know another like... Person, 28-year-old chick from Sydney who, yeah, like, who's like, this is fun, gossip girl and whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's, exactly. Yeah, well, and it's you, okay for you guys to be chatty, so wide. But we're, we're, it's a bit jarring, I think, for some people. And I totally get it. And, like, Mel doesn't really listen to chatty podcasts herself. Well, like, she probably yeah. wouldn't listen to all of the mystery hour. No, like, I don't actually <laughs> think I would listen to my sometimes, own podcast. Sometimes I start it and I turn it off because I'm I, just a bit like, oh, God. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But I just – like, all the podcasts I listen to are very serious and they're very um, – they're telling me, they're informing me about something. So yeah. it's very, like – it's very straight, like mm. – one I've been listening to is called It Could Happen Here, which is all about if an another American civil war could happen based on the way politics are going in America. It's <laughs> oh so weird compared to what we talk about yeah. in our podcast. <laughs> yeah. so he's very like, you know, and then this happens and then Donald Trump this and then this yeah. gun law thing. And I'm like, wow, I'm so into this. And then our podcast is like, like and then this happened. But the thing is that I, I think when we've, we used to have negative reviews, it got us really down. Mm. But it was just that, you know, we hadn't had the upswing in people talking to their friends and, you know, mm. like you said, yes. it's through word of mouth that these things Grassroots, usually Grassroots, yes, baby. Gain. And now just to, like, reiterate, like, you like have a very, very, very <laughs> strong cult following. But I'm just saying that because that's the story. The story is, like, you guys got some shoot, like, heaps oh, of shoot yeah, reviews absolutely. and now you're just fine. It's like you got some shoot yeah. reviews oh, at the start and now you're hugely them. successful. Yeah, we still get them. Yeah, and now but we that's probably more so. so but that yeah. was just people not getting it and it's almost, like, a good experience for you to have early. Mm. Yes. So you've like knocked of, it out, like you've got the thick skin yeah, now. Yeah, because I'm you're worried like, that we're going to get like – We got one one-star review and we've literally spent like more hours talking about oh it God, than yes, like we I have talk talked about. And trying about, to find yeah. out who did it. Yeah. Like, we have, there's, yes. there's literally like several suspects like yeah, picked I up on a board in my house. Yeah, I'm like certain Same. Yeah. Same. I yeah. have a person I believe it's people we know. Who I think definitely my bad review. Can you imagine being that – like I'm really petty and like really – I would never do that. I would never. Even to my nemesis, I would never give them a one-star podcast review. Neither. That's like a no. fate worse than yeah. I would just yeah. be like karma is coming for me. I could never do something like that yeah. without yeah. thinking that I was going to get bad karma. I, I had this one that on. they literally had made an iTunes name called – STFU Mel, so shut the fuck up, Mel. <laughs> oh and it said, God. Oh my God, can Mel like shut the fuck up? And that was the whole can review. Can Mel was, like, like stop swearing? Like, this is obviously so someone that funny. knows me yeah. or yeah. like oh, hates Mel. me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's fucking funny, but it's also like, it is so sad funny. No, and the thing is that, that that's their podcast review name for life now. Like, you can't change those. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have a reviewer who we love called Chuckers. Yeah, in a review Yeah, Chuckers can't change her name. Maybe we could triangulate what they're listening to figure yeah. out who it is yeah I wonder what the um, fuck she listens to like I'm trying to think of something embarrassing and shit but I can't even um, be funny if you can see all that yeah but anyway, what's his name um, the number one comedy podcast man the American guy Joe, Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan yeah she yeah. listens to Joe Rogan yeah she listens <laughs> to like a Joe Rogan <laughs> podcast like, and stars. it would be like shut the fuck up Mel and she'd be like great podcast five yeah. stars <laughs> five <laughs> love the Elon Musk I wish episode. we could find yeah. her, her profile I know, I know. it's so weird but yeah like um 
I don't know what we were talking about before we just started talking about like all of that. <laughs> I don't know either. It's um, a classic segue. Oh, when we started out and we. Yeah. Oh, that was the thing was I would get offended because people would be like, I can't believe they're making light of murder. And that really offends me because yeah. we have sure. never made light of murder. And when no. we talk, what we're doing is talking conversationally about a case. Yes. And. If we're laughing, it's about some weird segue that we've gone on or some mm, very strange element. Like, I remember in one, like, you know, it'll be like, you know, just the bizarre shit like that people the mushrooms. do. Yeah. Yeah, like the mushroom thing or like um, <laughs> just, you know, some bizarre element. The lay-by? Hey. Yeah, like in Jordana Katevsky, which is very close to Josie's heart. And mm. yeah, when we did the episode, we were very much like. We did it twice, remember? Yeah, because, you know, she knew people that were connected to the case yeah. yeah it was very you know local for her and at one point we were laughing because at before like in the timeline of before Jordana went missing she was at the shopping center mm. like paying off a bit of her lay-by oh and it's God. such a 90s yeah. thing yeah and we were laughing like at the that original art to that. play yeah and yeah. like a $20 top because oh were like my 15. God. yeah That's right. we were yeah. laughing about that and I used to just like lay-by heaps of things and never did you? I never off. did my own lay-by it was just like this weird <laughs> yeah. addiction I had and now I'm yeah. addicted to afterpay after so, so <laughs> clearly but it was like and I felt really self-conscious about that but one of her family members actually wrote to us and I was like oh my god like my stomach flipped I'm like we fucked it I'm deleting it and he was saying that he liked hearing laughter associated with her story because she was a very funny happy person and it was nice to get a bit of light and shade and it's also like you guys you're not like you say being who we are at the age you are we're very very sensitive like Mm. I can only imagine how many cases of the cases you've covered have been regarding young women Some like it must bleak. be yeah. yeah yeah but it must be like the majority of them so it's not like you're doing this in some kind of weird mm. vacuum or echo chamber of not getting the real life repercussions like you yeah. guys get it because you are it oh, like absolutely. it's just so and silly like, to think mm. yeah exactly yeah and i think like it's interesting because we've had a lot of people connected to cases email us or message us mm. where it was wow. the cessna mm. the missing cessna which was a plane that went missing in um that the was Barrington really tops area yes. and was it the partner of one of the guys who died in the plane yeah. messaged you and was yeah. like thank you so Said much spot for covering on. it and really and yeah like it's I, often wow. people connected to the case mm. so good just say thank you for covering it again so thank i'm you for like reviewers shut up because yeah, there's actual the family up. members reviewers. that are like but isn't that fine. all trolls but that's just what trolls. the internet yeah. is yeah. now like i think the biggest thing i had to realize because like we both work in digital media and it's such a huge thing to realize, and obviously you guys do with pedestrian, mm-hmm. but it's like realizing that people on the internet aren't right is like the most yeah. liberating experience yeah. because yeah. you think if someone writes something like, oh my God, they must be right, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then it takes that happening 10, 15, 20, 30 times for you to be like, okay, sometimes people on the are internet just are just dumb and yeah. wrong. <laughs> or they just like, they just have an ulterior motive. They yeah. want the validation of going, you know, like we find it with pedestrian, I'm sure you guys find it as well, is that they'll write a comment, a negative comment will get way more likes than a positive comment because people like to hate on people that get to... <laughs> Can you hear that? Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. tall poppy syndrome. Um, yeah, so people like to hate on, yeah, exactly, like yeah. just someone else who got to have an opinion. And then they want the glory of having 100 likes on their yes. comment. Mm-hmm. And also, mm-hmm. I know this is a rogue thing to say, but mm-hmm. when I was 18, I went to King's Cross, and I think I've told you this story before on the mm-hmm. podcast, where we were at McDonald's, and mm-hmm. a guy got just punched in the head and oh like God. just 
smashed on the ground of Macca's mm. and it was like four in the morning mm. and we were really far back in the restaurant and we were like and ev- all the tables around him did nothing and then oh we God. jumped up yeah. after like I guess two or three minutes of being like is no one literally going to do anything yeah. and ran over and called the police and then everyone yeah circled and i know that sounds like a weird thing to say but i feel like the internet is like that where you don't do anything yeah but then if you go on to comments and it's like someone's written a nasty comment and it's got 20 likes yeah. because you have the comfort of everyone yes. around you and Someone there's no accountability yeah. Yeah. you're happy to hop on yeah and that's what we found so fascinating about the thing when we were like now everyone who was sitting here this whole time who knew this guy had been punished and was like but they didn't want to be the one they didn't want to be the person but now that there's no accountability on them and we're a pack they're jumping in and being like is he okay Mm, or being like it's Mm. weird isn't it and it's funny because you know how you talked about the ted bundy article that i wrote Mm -hmm. that was so polarizing Mm -hmm. on the website on social media because we went with the headline you know i think it was like why it's incredibly important to acknowledge that Ted Bundy was a babe, yes. which we did kind of know was going to get. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a yeah. spicy headline. It was a spicy but headline. But we were like, that's what we're saying. Yeah. And if you click in the article, my article was like super measured and like yeah. I wasn't making light of it at all. You were just and being like, it's good to, to know that serial killers can look like this. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's not. He used it like, as a weapon. I was so sick of everyone being yeah. like, we've, we've gotten into this so many times. Yeah. We're so to- sick of talking about Ted Bundy, but we were, we've both passionately were like it's ridiculous to pretend like you know there were all these things like ted had a monobrow and like ted wasn't that hot and it's like this is not (laughs) the point point. the point isn't whether you think he's hot the point is if if you saw him and people weren't even clicking into the story yeah um thank you both so much for coming on our podcast thanks for having us um how exciting once again it's all aussie mystery hour if you don't know they've got a facebook community and instagram that i only just found out about and (laughs) a really great podcast thanks guys yes thanks mel and josie we've loved having you on our only guest ever yeah Yeah. we should should box ourselves in but i feel like you are yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) next celine dion bye bye Being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.